1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: Yep, I'm ready to talk
1: money. That's good, because it's the time that we talk money every week. Yes, it is. If you haven't caught our shows before, then you certainly can get them on chri.ca, morethanenough.ca, or iTunes. If you just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, you'll find us there. Download the podcast, and then it gets sent right to your phone uh, immediately, and that's great. Today... Love is in the air.
0: Well, it's only because it's Valentine's week. Valentine's is over.
1: Valentine's is over, but I'm hoping that love is still in the air maybe I'm wrong. Well, it should be
0: every week then. Of we course. should do a show on love and money and the hard issues around you, money. You
1: know my opinion that you know I have said for, for I ever, know. You know what he's going to say.
0: I know what he's going to say. He's about to say that Valentine's Day is for rookies.
1: There it is. There it is. Valentine's Day is for rookies. Uh, not to say that uh, I don't take advantage of Valentine's Day, but uh, really, do we really need just one day a year to tell you <laughs> tell the world that oh, I, I hope love you. not no, I'd
0: be like a dried not. up flower in the desert right. if that if I wait only waited for that day
1: that's right. And and actually, that that's a perfect segue. <laughs> I know what into, you're going to say.
0: You're going to talk about the love languages.
1: Uh, well, <laughs> may, maybe people haven't read that book by Gary Chapman. And and we won't. We're, we're not going to. Is it
0: Gary Chapman? I, I, I think
1: it was Gary Chapman. Anyways, uh, he talks about five love languages. If you Google five love languages, you'll find it if it was Gary Chapman. But or I'm Gary
0: Smalley. S-
1: Maybe it's Gary mom. Maybe it's just Gary. Okay, I, we'll just stick with Gary. I can't
0: remember. So, Terrible. But
1: here they are: words, words of encouragement, acts of service, affection, gifts, and time. And you know, we are. It is Valentine's Week. If you didn't take your
0: quality time, has to be quality. Has to be quality mm-hmm. time, not okay. just time. Not just time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so so quality I stand corrected. To, yeah, quality. Th- yeah, read
1: the book. <laughs> Apparently I need to reread it again, <laughs> but, but here it is. So, so to love is in the air. We've got these, these, these um, tools that we can use to, to actually help articulate how our we ourselves and, and those that we love actually express love and, 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 if you're single and you're listening to this don't tune out because the reality is is these five love languages they're not just about spouse they're not just about uh, your spouse they're how you receive love they're how you express love and and you know to the people around you and so a great book highly recommend it if uh if you need a, a little bit of uh, a tool to to help you express or know how you express love certainly has made my marriage to you much more
0: yeah because he says i have all five and he has none
1: yeah. so it's so yeah.
0: i you can tell i'm like a little annoyed about that but yeah i but you know i'll take it you are rich <laughs> We all actually receive all of those five, but some of them are more dominant th- than others. And depending on the stage of life, it can change. So, saying it. Anyway, but where you started with all this love language stuff, and I'm Whoa. geared completely on... Words. Okay. I am, and I and guess it ties in with words of encouragement. So what
1: love language <laughs> poll? Please go into our Facebook page and put a poll saying Reb's number one love language is? Words. Words. Okay,
0: well, I do love words. I love words of encouragement. And the verses that I picked for this morning, because we're talking not about love languages. We're not talking about love Uh, necessarily, but it's an outflow of what love means in our lives. And that's how we talk about money together in our homes, especially one-on-one with our spouse. But anything we say can be applied to conversations about money. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with scripture, and then I'm going to read this great quote um, by this um, money lady. But let me start with the scriptures. Um, Proverbs 12, verse 25 says, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Proverbs twenty five eleven says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and settings of silver. The verse 12 after it says, Like an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold is a wise rebuker to an obedient ear. Ear. Ephesians 4 verse 29 says let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth but what is good for necessary edification that would it impart grace to the hearers. The, another version says it like this let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Now I'm suggesting that we take these verses and have them right on the table when we start talking money. I think that's a
1: great idea. I think,
0: you know, because the one that's jumped out at me the most um, when I was looking at these was a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and settings of silver. Well, what are gold and silver? It's wealth. And um, I find it interesting that these words are um, compared to gold. Good words are compared to gold and silver. Gold and silver is wealth. It's riches. It's beauty apples of gold and settings of silver. In other words, if you want to be wealthy, you can start by speaking a fit, good word to your spouse or your kids. And in regards to money, you can do it the same. You have wealth and beauty if you speak a good word well. Good words about money are sometimes so hard to find. So, um, People are broken down financially, relationally. Um, we've had our own struggles talking about money over the last 27 years of our marriage. You know, but when you can speak a good word, when you decide I'm not going to antagonize the situation, I'm not going to accuse my spouse or my children or my parents of doing something with money that I don't like, Um it doesn't mean that you don't have to work through forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you don't have to deal with the pain that a decision has caused. Mm-hmm. But you can choose to use words and speak out of a place of humility instead of attack. And that is hard to do when it comes to money. But I know that people fight about money. I, it's, I, like, I, I, I don't would, believe it. I, they do. And I, I guess I just want to encourage people. This is probably not the Valentine's Week show you want to listen to today, but I'm here to challenge and encourage us all to to speak a word, uh, because you know you know there's another Bible verse in Isaiah that says you know I'm going to speak a good word to those who are weary. You know, are are is your spouse weary? Are your kids weary of this world of st- financial stress? they're just aching for a good word. They're just saying, you know what? It's okay. We're in this together. Let's move forward. There's a great quote we use in our communication seminar and our financial fitness seminar.
1: So before you get to the quote. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. You know, I just want to I just want to bring this a little bit back because we'll do it at the end of the show, but just in case somebody's checking out or or can't listen to the whole show. Those verses, Proverbs 25, 11 and 12, Proverbs 12, 25, Ephesians 4, 29, you know, those will be in the show notes. But take those verses, put them down beside you. If, if talking about money is difficult for you, then, hey, that... Know that you're not alone and recognize that there's a, a process here. You can, we can, first of all, start with the scripture and say, let, let's put this into context, that we are going to speak good words over our finances, that we are going to look at each other and say, you are not my enemy in this area. That, that we actually are
0: I know doing that,
1: this together. Dave
0: and I have actually done that. We stare each other in the eye and say, you're not my enemy. This This takes a great amount of fortitude and courage, and inside you are going to feel like running. Inside you are going to feel like fighting. But if you follow the words of the Lord, if you seek peace... If you are the peace for your spouse or your family in this area if you come with a gentle word spoken proverbs also says turns away wrath mm-hmm. Like it if this is this isn't easy. This conversation, even having it on air and encouraging you isn't easy for us to do because it it is against everything that we're feeling inside. But God never said do what you feel. He said do what's good. Mm-hmm. And if you have those verses, if you if you can pray together before you talk about your finances, like But that is hard because you could be really annoyed with your spouse over a spending decision, over a history. Maybe you've never talked about money. Maybe you haven't talked about money in five years. Maybe you guys are just like passing ships. Mm -hmm. But if you start making efforts towards your spouse and say, could could we talk about money? Could we, are you interested? And you just persistently ask, can we do this? Because it's stressing you out. I imagine one of you stressed about money. If you're not talking about it. Now, sometimes people just think, oh, well, my husband does all the money and, you know, it's great. Or my wife does it all because I just I, I don't like doing it or she just hands me my, you know, if that if that kind of works for you, great. But I would encourage you to know exactly where you're at. I would encourage you, even if your spouse handles the actual practical parts of money, that you get a checkup, that you find out where you're at, where you're at with savings, bills just have and that conversation. And here's
1: why, here's why because often what we find uh, when we're <laughs> when we're talking about this in the context of a spouse is that one spouse is actually carrying the entire weight of the finances for the family and the other spouse simply just doesn't recognize it doesn't see it doesn't you know and and, and thinks that you know hey everything's good when even 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 if things are good and there's not real distress there's still this weight that only one person is carrying and guess what you do need to share this weight in the area of finances you you want to share that that load because that's an everyday load that's it's an everyday thing that we do we deal with money every day and so just recognizing that when you are not talking about money within the context of your relationship that one spouse may be carrying the weight and and if you're the spouse that's not then then just sharing that and saying, okay let's make sure that um you're not feeling like you have to make all the money decisions for our family i'm here let's make some of those together and and move on um
0: and make it sure when you're asking the questions that because the one who's handling the money could get a little defensive (laughs) Like, why are you asking me that? Um, You know, I think we can all relate to this topic that it's hard to do. So, which is why we're talking about it. You know, we go back to the love languages. One of mine is words of encouragement. And Dave and I had to decide a long time ago. Often our conversation toward one another is uh, stressful um, because our money is stressful. And when money, when Dave and I... um, first started with More Than Enough, and he was helping Lynn create the uh, financial fitness coaching piece, we didn't have a salary for a while. And those conversations weren't easy to have. We were living off savings. We were living off provision that God was sending through the mail sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, just because we were pursuing this... um, this venture which we're still in 10 years later but those conversations weren't easy you know i remember i i tell the story all the time you remember when mercedes was but i don't know how old she was she she could mercedes hear,
1: is our oldest daughter our oldest for those of you yes, don't know yes, right. she would have been about 13 i, would say, I was gonna say 14 yeah
0: but. and so she came down the stairs and said enough you two have to stop. You tell us to trust the Lord, and you're not trusting the Lord with your finances. So you need to get it together.
1: So uh, words of encouragement <laughs> from our 14-year-old uh, daughter, and, and appropriate in the and appropriate, sense that yes. we, we did take those and say, okay, well, you know what? You're right. We need to We need to change how we are even talking and even thinking talking and, about money a, because and,
0: and, and rightfully so david david has said this to me even lately you know i know it sounds like you're my enemy i'm i'm taking it out on you but i'm actually just frustrated about this bill that's come up or this unexpected thing that's happened and he says it and i tell you when you say to me that, when you know that you're frustrated, when you know it's coming out wrong, but you're explaining it, I totally, like, okay, he, he knows that this is hurtful. He knows that this is hard, but it's equally as hard for him because he doesn't want to hurt me. Like, sometimes I think, Dave, don't you think that we forget that we're in it together, that that we're not enemies,
1: Oh, and I, I mean, that. this is like four shows. We could go four <laughs> shows off of this. Because the reality is there's there's so much that wraps around that, right? There's just the money stress comes from all kinds of ways. It comes right. from disappointment where I'm not where I thought I would be or I'm not where I wanted to be. Maybe it comes from I really wanted to do something else with the money and now I have to well, spend I, it on this. Yes, um, you know, yes. th- there's all kinds yes. of, of, of things going on in the the mind of a man (laughs) (laughs) that that go from that, and I can speak to that as as a man.
0: And from Mm. my personal experience, like, we just, I get anxious, you know, Mm. if I know that, You know, then I'm given to tears or I'm given to fear. And then, and then we're basing decisions and we have conversations out of the fear and the stress, not out of the place of love for one another. And if we can mentally understand. So, you know, when you're having conversations with people about money with your spouse or your kids or family and friends, knowing that you're loved and in a relationship of love and it's safe to talk about this, that even if it comes out wrong, you could say, I know this is coming out wrong. I But shifting the idea that we want to talk out of a place of love and acceptance, and not stress and disappointment, because there's things going on. Because when I say something to Dave, he can feel like I'm threatening him, like I'm disappointed in him, or you know, I'm call, you know, I may not call him dumb, but my tone can be mm-hmm. <laughs> insinuating that. If we can understand, and that's a hard place to get to, and I, I would like to say it's like a miracle pill. Just take the pill. And you're going to talk great about money, but it's a it's a process, and that's why we do encourage financial dates. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people don't always like those words, so but put it in your calendar. Pick an Make hour. it a
1: money meeting. And make it a
0: money meeting if you have to. Put it in your calendar and say, we're going to talk about money here. Um, and you set a time limit. Set the timer. Don't go beyond that. Don't talk about money at 10 o'clock at night when you're tired. You know, don't talk when you're hungry or you're angry or you're lonely or you're tired. Like. Those are for halt. Uh, Hangry. Uh, Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. You know, you pick a good time, you know, for you and your spouse, and you don't miss that time. And the more you talk, the more you're willing to talk through the hard conversations, the easier it will get, even when the finances are difficult. Because I can say that for David and I, in our up and down journey financially over the years... We we can we're at a better place now to speak about money than we ever have been,
1: and with it, each other.
0: With each other, and it doesn't. It's not dependent on the circumstance. So I have a quote though, because I want us to understand something. Gail Vaz-Oxlade is um, wrote a book called Money Talks, and I'd highly recommend it. Just. Uh, It's a book about how to have conversations with people about money. Not just your spouse, but with anybody. Difficult conversations. Um, She talks about, you know, the idea that money is the leading cause of problems in relationships is routinely repeated in the media. We blame money. More than sex, more than children or in-laws, money is cited as the most common area of conflict. But she says it's not the money. It's not. Money is the medium of exchange. That's all. It's what we use to complete our transactions. Money isn't the problem. We are the problem. How we behave, what we do with our money and how we communicate about that behavior is at the root of most of the challenges we face with and blame on money. Now, the quote goes on, but she goes on to say that money isn't at the root of whatever it is that's gone wrong or right no matter how often we may think it or say it our unwillingness to tell the truth to really communicate how we feel that's the problem so i don't know if you agree with that dave What would you say
1: oh for sure i mean uh again she says that that um you know this idea that money is simply the method, the, 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 the mode of exchange, and, and I've said that myself in so many other different ways and, and shapes and forms that we give we give money power and we say, "Oh, I can't accomplish this." Uh, you know even in our in our own lives, quite a few years ago, we found ourselves saying, "Oh, we, we can't afford that. we can't afford that, we can't afford that." and realizing that, wait a minute, that's not right. We can afford it. Absolutely we we're can. We're just
0: spending our money on different things.
1: But we're choosing to spend our money mm. on, on different things. And what a change that makes yes. when we go, wait a minute. The The issue here isn't that money is controlling me or that has somehow has uh, an effect on, on how I act or react or what I do. But my – and I don't have a choice in, in the matter. That I'm some pawn that's being pushed around by dollar bills – but re- recognizing that, oh wait a minute, the money is is not, it's not pushing me around. It's me, the the decisions I make. If I spend a thousand dollars on a beautiful ring for you to express my love to you, well, um, that's great. Except for if we don't have food to feed our family, then we have. To see that that method of exchange had nothing to do with the money. It had to do with me making a choice on where that money is going to go and how I was going to spend it. Both things are good, by the way. (laughs) Me expressing my love to you and having food on the table. And sometimes, just sometimes, those things come into competition. And that's where we go, all right. So this is a timing thing. And, this is and, a,
0: and a choice. And it doesn't mean forever. But it, I, I just think that, you know, just what you said just reminded me of something. And sometimes we look at the spending habits of our spouse and we go after that spending habit. So if Dave's been at, you know, Princess Otto a little too much this month, you know, and I'm like, you know, you haven't followed the plan. You know, having a financial date hopefully you're setting that time and then you're talking about a plan and you're talking about what you want to do with your money. But then if if one of us goes out and does something outside the plan spontaneously or and then we come to the financial date, what do I do? Mm -hmm. What do I do with your expenditure that wasn't in the plan that we had agreed a week ago we weren't going to do? And then all of a sudden, you just spend 150 bucks on something that you thought we really needed, which really, like you said, wasn't right. Like, how, what, as a spouse, what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. Do I say, "Like I told you so"? <laughs> like,
1: well, th- there's a little bit of respect. I mean, we also, along with the financial date, you know, we want to talk about this 24-hour rule. And we've done a couple shows, so you know, a little plug for the archives. If you go through the archives, we and search. Um, financial date I think that's in the title of uh, two or three shows uh, that we've yeah. done but the reality is is at your financial date you are planning what you are going to spend so right. it's it's a look forward not a look backwards and that's an important thing to do because you are committing that for the next week we are going to spend this money in this place and if you never do that then how do I know what we're supposed to spend in right the, so in if the you go to with?
0: princess auto and spend the 150 bucks but if we have talked so about it. If
1: we have talked about and it and I come back, we have this uh, little little tool called the 24-hour rule. And so if I know what the plan is and, and I wasn't planning to go to, to Princess Auto, I find myself there. In the back of my mind, I have to say, well, um, if I'm going to spend money outside of the plan – I need to give it 24 hours. Even if it's a need, I need to give it 24 hours, which means I either leave the, the, the building and go, or you know, sometimes I can pick up the phone and say, hey Reb, I'm at Princess Auto, I think we really need this. What you know, what can we do? We have communication. <laughs> and
0: it's not asking permission. It's not we, asking I, permission. We wanna, because Dave and I have talked about this before. Sometimes we think, Oh, I have to get permission from my husband or wife. That's not what this is about. This is coming We
1: to, have we both we, have yes. committed to this plan, to, to these spending decisions over the next week. We've decided that together. So if something outside of that comes up it's now no longer asking permission it's saying well I think this is pretty important I want to spend the money on on that right and how can we do that let's let's work that out and if you can't do that on the fly Then, yep, you're going to have to leave the store and shucks, I have to go back to Princess Auto the next day. (laughs) It's not such a hardship for me. But the reality is is as that communication happens, recognizing that context, you make a plan, you commit to the plan together and you say, yep, we are going to spend this money in these categories together. If something comes from the outside, there's… A little bit of latitude, but also recognizing that 24-hour rule comes into play and you say, hey, we're just not going to spend money over a certain dollar limit outside of our plan unless we agree to that together and change the plan.
0: Well, and I think it, it I guess it's coming back to what the verses we talked about. Like that financial mm-hmm. date, having those discussions um, in the parameters of a, of a money meeting helps us talk kindly to one another. Mm-hmm. The whole a whole idea of having a financial date is setting up a time so you can start working out your mi- money communication relationship really. Mm-hmm. And it it's it's no longer avoiding it. So some of you are out there just avoiding it cuz you think it's going to be a fight. And you know what it might be initially. But if you're both committed,
1: mm-hmm. you've got to start both- the fight by going you're not my enemy looking you're, your uh, right. again if we're in, we're talking to 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 mostly spouses here but saying you know look start the fight <laughs> if you're going to start it by going you know you're not the enemy and recognizing that We don't want to give more money or more power to money Money than it is. Than it is, and
0: just that communicate honestly about how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is stressing me out. Our finances is stressing me out. This is why I'm sounding so mad at you. This is why I yelled at you last week because I'm stressed about money. Then it it's not about each other. It's about the situation. And then then if you can go and pray together about it you know, in that financial meeting, you know, you pray and seek God and see what he says and ask him to help you speak kindly to one another mm-hmm. because it's like ap- go- apples of gold in settings of silver and you're wealthy. You, you will be wealthy in, in relationship.
1: So we're, we're going to wrap up there, but what a great picture. To go back to that, mm-hmm. to just think that the words that you say as you come into your financial date could literally set the table with gold and silver.
0: Oh my goodness, that's such a beautiful picture. That's amazing. I love that picture. I love what God does. Father, we're just so grateful that you give us pictures. Your your whole word is full of pictures to encourage us. And I pray that you would encourage your children to talk about money uh, in a way that honors you and honors each other, that they will remember that you didn't set them up in marriage to be enemies, but that they work together uh, and in their unity, in our unity as married couples, we'll receive the blessing from you that we can pass on to our friends and family and community and, and, our, and our nation. Lord, I thank you for apples of gold and settings of silver that you call us to, in Jesus' name.
1: So your practical homework there is those verses, Proverbs 12, 25, 25, 11, and 12, Ephesians 4, 29. Print them out. Put them down on the table next to you. Set the table when you're going to talk about money. Start in prayer and end. Uh, allow God to be involved in those money discussions because it does really start about just getting together and talking it through and let the word set the table. So join us next time when we talk money.
0: Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.